0: Hi, I'm Fred Schonenberg, and thank you for joining me on the Venture Fuel podcast. At VentureFuel, we help companies find new solutions by partnering with the best startups from around the world. On the show, you'll learn the secrets of business leaders who tap into startups and the founders driving extraordinary results. We'll consider new ideas, stretch our mindsets beyond the status quo, and in the process, discover how to leap the competition and fuel personal growth. So on today's show, we have Michelle Evans, who's the Chief Merchandising Officer at Bespoke Post, which makes themed subscription boxes of awesome and so much more, not just boxes. Bespoke Post just announced a $40 million Series B raise uh, to help us discover emerging brands. Uh, Today, we're going to talk about the future of subscription, the importance of personalization, and how technology will further unlock what's next for us. So let's get after it. Michelle, welcome to the show. It's so nice to meet you.
1: Thank you. It's so nice to be here. Thank you for inviting me.
0: So I'd love to kind of start off by understanding what you do. You've got a great title, the Chief Merchandising Officer. Can you tell us a little bit about your role at the organization uh, and then we can jump into your customers and things like that?
1: Absolutely. So, as you mentioned, we definitely do more than boxes, although that is what we're known for um, and certainly a hallmark of our business. but, we really position ourselves as a lifestyle e-commerce destination for consumers to discover unique products. And so as the chief merchant, I am responsible ultimately for the entire product assortment that we offer our customers across our box business, our shop business, and our private label business. And I'll, I'll just explain a little bit about what each of those three things are. So for boxes, that's really our core business line. We offer a monthly membership that introduces members to a wide variety of products through their boxes. And so I um, manage a team of what we call box builders, box merchants, um, who go out and they source the products and build really unique stories for every single box. Then we have our shop business, which is is a newer business, but growing very fast. And this is basically a traditional e-commerce business where customers can shop a la carte across multiple categories they can either add products to their monthly box shipment, or they can just check out anytime they want and send individual items to themselves. And then lastly, um, our newest business line or division is private label. And we are building brands and products from scratch um, based on our unique understanding of our customer. And so I also oversee the team that is working on our in-house products.
0: That's so interesting. So on the last piece, so essentially you've got the advantage of all the data of seeing what your customers are gravitating towards, what they find is interesting, as well as gaps, what they, they ask for and write you and say, hey, like, do you have X, Y, Z? And if you can't find that out there, there's an opportunity for you all to kind of create that and, and drive business off of that.
1: Absolutely. That's exactly right.
0: Very, very cool. So you've been in retail across the spectrum from consulting to luxury brands, traditional e-commerce and flash sales disruptors like Gilt. So what do you see as the next evolution of e-commerce? And what can maybe some traditional retail players that are listening learn from you all about this?
1: Yeah, that's a great question. And I think everyone wants to know, like, what's the next big thing in in e-commerce or in retail? And in my experience, in all the different businesses and companies I've worked for, great retail experiences always boil down to one thing. And that is product. Product is king. You have to have the goods. You have to have the brands. Everywhere I've been, that has been the make or break. When I worked at Guilt, the buyers were hustling it to get Kate Spade on the site, to have DVF on the site, to have exclusives um, for Guilt versus Rue La La. If you have the goods and a good product experience, then you get the customers. So how do you get the brands to want to work with you? I mean, that's really I think where the learning for traditional retail can come in. Uh, you have to have a lot to offer them. And at Bespoke Post, you know, we've set ourselves up in a way where brands actually really want to work with us. We get thousands of inbound brand submissions a year. And really even for you know next generation of brands that are emerging and launching, they really see us as a launch pad. And um, I can tell a little bit about why. One thing that our box business enables us to do is, is create a lot of value through scale. So we place guaranteed orders with brands for anywhere from five to 100,000 units. And so that in turn actually helps the brands that we grow with um, you know, reduce their manufacturing costs for their own businesses as well. And they absolutely love that. It certainly helps them grow. Second, because we have all of these members We, um, that are getting a box from us every month, we're actually putting our brands into our customers' inboxes and into their homes much more directly than just listing them on a website with everything else. Um, The connection, the personalization to take what we believe they offer and what our customers want, we're putting that together much more closely so they get into customers' homes faster and then they also get the data and insights that we learn about those customers' preferences, we hand that back to them. So they get to learn a lot from us as well in terms of data and insights. And then the last thing is, I'm very proud of how we present our brands on our website. We invest in beautiful editorial content, um, beautiful imagery, video, and we bring these brand stories to life. And we also give those assets to our brands and we let them use those assets that we've created in their own environments, which helps them elevate their own, you know, properties in, in return. So yeah, to answer the question, I think it's like, how do you make the experience sticky for brands and have them, you know, want to come to you? And then in turn, that gives your customers an amazing, you know, destination to shop.
0: I think it's so interesting too, as you know, sort of the not to spend time talking about the pandemic and, and what that's done to shopping. I think everyone gets that. But what's interesting is. You know, when you choose a brand and they go into that box, a that's an endorsement uh, from you, but it also it's a different way for them to sample whatever that brand is in an environment where it's uncluttered. They're not in a store, right? There's all these different sort of advantages. I love that you guys are sharing uh, the data back as well to help them grow their business. That that's going to keep them coming back as as much as the large orders too. So. I previewed a little bit in the intro yeah, that you guys just raised uh, a nice, nice Series B, and and one of the headlines we saw on that was that was to help consumers uh, discover small brands or emerging brands. I would love you to talk about that piece a little bit more um, because that that's where my heart is with Venture Fuel. We're always looking for startups uh, and new technologies that can help solve large companies' businesses uh, and so or large companies' problems. I think in a lot of ways that's what you're doing is you're looking for emerging new players that can solve a consumer's problem in a new way. How do you find these companies? How do you vet through them? Can you talk about a little bit of the magic there?
1: Yeah, absolutely. We're really trying to help customers with new ways of finding product. And we, as you mentioned, you know, want to create a destination where they can find things that are unique and under the radar. And where we've done the work of hunting for those products for them, So my team of, you know, of merchants, like that's what they do. They spend all of their time immersing themselves, in the market, hunting for small brands. They do it in many different ways. And really they're trying to find, you know, folks that you're not going to find on a behemoth retail site and really trying to make sure that the products that we offer, like have a story that they're special. Uh, we We pride ourselves on working with small brands. It's a hallmark of our of our business uh, from the very beginning of time, you know, over ten years ago. And over ninety percent of the products we offer across our business lines come from brands with less than 50 employees. Over seventy percent of our purchase our purchase order dollars go to small brands. So it, we really put our money where our mouth is. and we believe that small brands are equivalent to discovery, quality, craftsmanship. And storytelling, and so that's the reason we do it, is because ultimately that's what delivers the promise to our
0: customers. I love the storytelling aspect of it too, and it's clear. If I, I hope everyone goes to your website after listening to this, but everything just looks beautiful, and there's a through line, right, on why why things are in certain boxes. I, I just had a very simple moment. Uh, we have a two and a half year old, and we're trying to you know he gets a bath every night, and. There are these bath bombs that you drop in and the water changes these crazy colors and a superhero falls out of the balls, right? My Uh, daughter loves those. (laughs) Right, like they're awesome. And I just went on Amazon kind of quickly and I ordered two different boxes because I didn't know which were better. I just knew that he liked this. And two came, the products were like so close to each other, but one was from a brand called Two Sisters. And it told the whole story about that it was a female founded company that everyone that works there is a, a working mom uh, that was giving back and that they chose this because you know they, they had a hard time getting their, their children to take baths. And it was just this beautiful brand story. And now we've ordered just that brand over and over and over. And I've been giving it as gifts to other people with kids. And, and I think that oftentimes early stage companies forget of the value of that story uh, and how it can just, A, convert, but also build long-term loyalty as well. And so I, I love that you guys are actually helping them create those as well as for sort of promoting your overall story,
1: that is what gets us all fired up in the morning. There's nothing better than learning about the backstory of founder of the founders and what they took, what inspired them to create these products. And we have this one product um, called Pull Start Fire, where the founder actually was lost in the woods and couldn't start a fire, and like was really at risk, and so he came back and invented this easy pull start you know, fire device that can create a fire, even if you don't have matches, if you don't have, if it's wet, anything. And so it's just, it's really cool to hear kind of where some of these stories come from.
0: I love that. Part of what makes Bespoke Post so interesting to investors as well as to customers is their storytelling, how they position themselves, as well as the emerging brands that go within their subscription boxes or sold on their site. I wanted to give you just a little bit of an example of what that sounds like Here's one of their ads. At Bespoke Post, we're all about small brands. Cool, up-and-coming businesses that make innovative gear with tons of character, not the stuff you find at megastores. We actually source 90% of our products directly from small businesses and build a monthly bespoke box for you that's based on your interests. Into whiskey? We've got a cask box with a handcrafted American oak whiskey aging barrel. If you're a knife guy, try the Forge Box. It's got a Damascus steel pocket knife made in Santa Fe by a third-generation family business. Or maybe our Flame Box. It has a mini indoor fireplace produced by a husband and wife team that's perfect for roasting s'mores inside. And the best part about being a Bespoke Post member? You always get to preview your box each month. Skip it or swap it for dozens of other options with no obligations. So head to BespokePost.com. So... You're kind of sitting in the center of what, what I believe is one of the most disruptive uh, trends in retail over the last 15 years, which is the subscription economy. It's touched everything from goods and services to how we shop, to how we entertain ourselves, work out, on and on. With retailers like Walmart getting in on the game with offerings like Walmart Beauty Box, it almost feels like subscription has become standard, right? That it's, it's table stakes. So how do you offer unique Offerings, unique ideas that are uh, relevant to your subscribers, and continue to grow.
1: Yeah, this is something we think about all the time. The company has been around for you know ten years. We have some members who have been with us the entire time, and so we are always trying to think about how we keep folks engaged in a subscription business for you know the long game. First and foremost, I definitely come back to the small brands having unique products is ins- and having product that you can't get everywhere else. Um, that you're not seeing over and over again, like that to me is kind of the number one. But since we've talked a lot about that, there's a few other things that we do differently than some of the other brands that, you know, are in the market now for subscription or or even have, you know, unfortunately retired is that there, a lot of them are primarily operating in a single category, like grooming, as you mentioned, or even in apparel and the fact that we offer so many different lifestyle categories offers our customers a lot more variety and a lot more choice. It's one of the reasons they stay members for so long. So unlike single category brands, you know, once we acquire a customer, we're able also to cross sell products with them across categories, um, which gives us more share of wallet. I think about 85% of our customers have purchased from us in more than one category, which is pretty unique, but that has really benefited us over the years. Another kind of hallmark of our on the box side is that each one of our boxes are, are typically built around a theme, and the items in the box are meant to work together as building part of an experience. And given that experiences have been such a trend in the market, where people are shifting their their spend from things to experiences, it's not by accident that we craft these boxes to really help facilitate great experiences. Whether it's you know going camping or having taco night or having game night with your family. So it's really part of that experience that we think customers are also gravitating to us. A couple of other small things, not small things, but a couple other things. One is value. So unlike a lot of subscription companies, we don't use samples. Everything in the box is a full high quality product mm. made by a small maker. Our boxes are currently $49. You get at least $79 worth of value. There's a little plug right there. If not more, You know, sometimes up to $100 of value. So they're really quality special products. It's not, you know, throwaway items. And then the last thing is also choice. I think some of the backlash that's happened in certain subscription models is, is this idea that you're just, you don't know what you're paying for and that you get locked in to subscriptions and then you forget about them. And we give the customer complete control and we think that's really important. You know, they can take their box. They can switch into a different box. They can skip their box entirely in a month. They can load... Lots of other things into their cart if they want. So we really let them choose the kind of experience and how much money they want to spend. And if they don't feel like spending in a given month, you make it very easy for them to just take a pause.
0: So smart. So let let me jump into the future, right? We just coming off of NRF, uh, CES, things like that. At those shows in particular, when you're talking about retail, we start to talk about things like AR and VR and volumetric video and 3D merchandising. And I can't go a full podcast without saying the phrase, the metaverse anymore, right? But <laughs> yeah. my, my question for you, meta commerce, my question for you is how do you think about all these different tools, innovations that are happening and the role of that technology in the experiences you're creating for your consumers?
1: Yeah, I think for us, technology can mean a couple different things. Being able to visualize and really understand, you know, how product works and, and see it in a, in a lifestyle setting it is I think hitting everyone. And so certainly for us, video is becoming a bigger part of our experience. We are, you know, you mentioned our, our, our recent raise and part of, you know, that is going towards resources to invest in more editorial, a lot more video. We want to see video on almost every one of our box pages so that a customer can, really understand how something works. So we have this, you know, amazing box where you can smoke your own cocktails. And if you just looked at a picture of the smoking gun and the glass cloche and this wood chips, you wouldn't even necessarily know what it is. But when you see that thing light up and you see someone pick up the dome with the, you know, beautiful old fashioned sitting there and smoke starts to billow out of it, that's really where the magic happens. So definitely, I think video is, is, in terms of technology, is something that is very important to us. For us, also, data and technology kind of go hand in hand. So we lean a lot into, you know, back-end technology that creates data that we can use in smart ways, really trying to also help personalize the customer's experience. So from the moment you join Bespoke Post as a member, you know, we're we're asking you questions. We're learning about your preferences, once you're with us, and we see, you know, what you purchase, we ask, you know, survey questions. We engage the customer to try to learn a lot about what they like and what they don't like, and then we use that data to continue to have predictive models to um, match them with boxes we think that they're going to want. And really, you know, those insights from those 300,000 plus members really fuel, you know, what we bring to market across the board uh, in our boxes, in our shop, and even what we're building in our private label.
0: So let me ask you this. What box should I get if it was uh, from all your your insight and wizardry, although you don't know anything about me on the, the consumer side, give the sample box story. You mentioned smoked, but uh, maybe another one that would work for for someone like myself.
1: There's so many good ones to choose from. I really love to cook. So I think some of our cooking boxes are super, super fun. We have one up right now called sizzle, which you get a wok and chopsticks and this amazing chili crisp and oil to cook with. It's really, really fun. It also comes with a bamboo steam basket. So if you want to steam dumplings or you know anything else in their vegetables, you can do that as well. And there is an amazing video that inspires you for some uh, cuisine and there's some recipes on the box page. So that's a really fun one. I know I've, you mentioned you have kids, so I do too. I tend to do a little bit more cooking at home these days. Yeah. so It's really fun to just kind of mix it up a little bit.
0: It's very addictive. I mean, your website is beautiful, and I've like very quickly I've seen sizzle. I saw the smoked one you mentioned, then off duty, which just looks like comfortable clothes, which also like I could use. So I'm feeling about to spend yeah. a lot of money uh, on your that site. That one's
1: in my cart this month. Off duty. It'll be a little big on me because it's men's sizing, but I'm getting it anyway. <laughs>
0: I love it. Well, where should people go to learn more uh, about Bespoke Post?
1: I mean, bespokepost.com is definitely the place to be to learn about the business and what membership is and check out our shop.
0: Perfect. Well, Michelle, it was lovely to meet you. Thank you for taking the time to to share with us about where you all are are going and and for all the the great change and introductions of the future that you're making.
1: Absolutely. My pleasure. It was great to chat with you.
0: Thanks so much for joining us today. If you love innovation and new technologies and ways to innovate, you're going to really want to check out our event. It's on February 24th between 12 and 1 p.m. Eastern. It's part of our What's Next Now series. And this month it is focused on fintech. We have everyone from the executive director, the Blockchain Association, to VCs, to industry leaders talking about the future of fintech. How are we going to be spending money, making money, exchanging money in the future? It's definitely one you don't want to miss. It's for free. Just go to Venture Fuel on LinkedIn and you will get all the details to sign up. Hope to see you there. Thanks so much.